Time for the Bay Area's favorite quiz show, Minds Over Matter, with hosts Dana, Ra- Dana Rodriguez. And he's joined by educators Lori Fisher and Cameron Shaw on KALW, San Francisco Bay Area. If you ain't wrong, you're right. If it ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that. And it's got to be our moderator, Mr. Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Damien, and Happy New Year to everybody. We hope you had a lovely holiday last night, and we do hope you can spare us an hour of your time tonight, because today marks the last 5 o'clock show for Minds Over Matter. Uh, Next Saturday, as of next Saturday, January 7th, we will be moving to Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Yes, I know. But we will be moving to Saturday morning at 10 a.m., so we're all going to try to make the best of it, and I hope you will join us there because we will miss you a lot if you're not there with us. So remember, next Saturday morning after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we will be on at 10 a.m. So this being uh, New Year's Day, this is, as I said, this is our last 5 p.m. show, but it's not the last Minds Over Matter. It's just uh, our last show at this particular time. So we do hope you can join us and help celebrate uh, 2023. So hopefully there'll be a lot of good things that will come along this year. And uh, hopefully one of them is you. So the two numbers to join us uh, are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. 4134 or toll free. Yes, we still have a toll free number. Uh, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. We'll be covering just about every subject. So don't worry too much about that. Also want to remind you of our uh, email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Again, that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. It's always great to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to pass those along. I really do enjoy hearing from all our listeners. And of course, uh, if you'd like to hear us in live stream, that is at kalw.org. And if you would like to uh, have the show, uh, listen to the show in podcast, as many do, that is at uh, KALW.org and many, many other places, Apple, Google, blah, blah, blah. But start with KALW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. Um, We did, some people uh, emailed and asked about why wasn't the December 25th show up? Well, that was a repeat. So just so you know. That was one of our classic shows, <laughs> I like to call them, that we we pulled out from a couple of years, like, I was about three, almost three years ago. The best of the best. The best Greatest of the hit. best, yeah. yeah. It used to be the best of Carson, and now it's the best of Minds <laughs> Ever Matter. And um, so there wasn't much point. It's already up on the podcast, so there wasn't much point in putting it up again. So uh, that's why, if you were wondering. Uh, but this today being a new show, it will go up, so... All right. And so all that being said, we will start with a with a round of introductions and then a round of questions uh, as soon as I pull the introduction here. And here it is. Uh, Cameron sent me many versions of your introduction, but I will try to. 
One had a typo in it. <laughs> I, I will try to uh, get the most recent one. Cameron Shaw is really looking forward to 2023, a year in which she will celebrate the 10th anniversary of her 30th birthday. I had no idea that you were so old. I'm so old. <laughs> so young. probably yelling at children to get off her lawn. I am going to attempt to start that, yes. I don't have a lawn. Um, but you're around many children all the time. So I you sure can do am. It. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were about 30, so. Oh, thank you. I'll yeah. take That's what I think, too. <laughs> All right. Ever since the new year started about 17 hours ago, Lori Fisher has been working diligently on adjusting to the fact that 10 a.m. Saturday will be the new 5 p.m. Sunday, which was the old 7 p.m. Sunday. Don't be confused. He's confused enough for all of the listeners, but we all sincerely hope that you'll all be listening next Saturday, 10 a.m. It's not too early to set your alarms. I already have. Now. <laughs> Who's going to ask our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, what kind of a tree he would be? Yep. Now that Barbara Walters is gone, nobody's going to ask me what kind of a tree I would want to be. We'll ask so, you every week, yeah. Uh, oh, well. Dana, and, what kind uh, of a tree do you want to be? No, I only Barbara could ask me that question. <laughs> And now it's too late. So uh, also want to remind you, I'll tell you once more, well, I'll tell you many times, but the two numbers, area code 415-841-4134. We have some lines open right now. 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Okay, we'll begin the questioning with Cameron Shaw. Okay, um, this is a little specific, so bear with me. Um, so since its establishment in 1890, the U.S. Board of Geographic Place Names has only allowed five natural locations to have a possessive apostrophe in their name. <laughs> Can you name them? So to be clear, these are natural like features, you know, like a like a river, a river is not one of them, not towns, not cities. So well, the, the, Go ahead. I'm sure Lori and I know the same one, which is the most famous is the Pikes Peak. That would be my first guess. Pikes yeah. Peak does not have an oh. apostrophe. Oh, that's it's, right. They, 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 it's yeah, okay. it's famous because it doesn't have an apostrophe. I forgot. Yeah, that. it's You're bizarre. Right. I know. Um, so there are what? five, I would say two of them are well-known and the other three are very nitpicky. So um, make of that what you will. And so these are all in the United States, in the United States, and they are geographical features. Yes, they are all okay. in the continental United States. And are any of them, like I thought Pikes Peak would be, are they all named for people? Uh, yes, they are all named for people, although two of them, I could not find the exact, I couldn't find a, a reference to the exact person, but they are named after people. Yes. Yeah. Any in, any in California? There are none in California. No. There's one very famous one, one semi-famous one, <laughs> and three middling. <laughs> well, things that people will know if they live near them, essentially. So I feel like this will be an audience question for the most part. You're, you're probably right. Um, well, right. Let me think about this for a second. Anything named after Hudson, Dana? Hudson's Hudson's Bay, you mean? Yeah, not Hudson's that's in Canada. Bay. Yeah, oh, well, that's right. That gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Oh, wait, no, no, no. There is uh, 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 Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Ooh. Vineyard was the first to receive an apostrophe, a possessive nice. apostrophe. Yes, okay. good job. Okay. That's good. That, that's, that, that, that excuses my terrible lapse of Pike's Peak. <laughs> are any, are the, any of the others named after women? Are possessed uh, by men? No, the others are all possessed by men. Um, <laughs> and this, this rule was made so that people would not try to own a natural landmark. Oh, so Salem's, oh. lot, Salem's Lot would not be one of them, I no, presume. That's a right? book. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. And uh, thank you for that. Uh, yeah. And Lori, you go ahead. All right. I have leftover Christmas questions. I have three, and you might run them in a second. We'll see how they go. Right. Uh, they, they were on the list last week, but didn't make it. So what celebrity suffered a setback when the United States Patent and Trademark Office denied their attempt? to trademark the title Queen of Christmas. Somebody literally applied to be that, and this person was turned down from that. That's my first question. I'll give you a pause there for, to see if you know. Um, is it Mariah Carey? I it was going to Mar guess Mariah Carey, too. It is right. Mariah That's Carey. both of us. <laughs> All right. All right, let me give you the second one then. Pilk, P-I-L-K, it was a new product promoted by a company that uh, that was a concoction for Santa Claus that was part milk, and part this product. Pilk consists of milk and what product? That's my second Christmas question. Gross. Um, well, is it gross? Yes. By your judgment? Okay. Yeah, by my judgment. I mean, there's nothing gross about saying it. The idea <laughs> of this being a concoction that Santa would drink is kind of gross. But this company thought it'd be a great idea and promoted it all on their advertisement all throughout Christmas. Okay. Well, isn't there milk? Well, I don't know much about eggnog. Is there milk in eggnog? Is it something to do with eggnog? It has nothing to do with eggnog as far as I know. It's milk right. combined with this product. Okay. Mm. And is it is it a big, big company? Like, we definitely know it. We definitely know it. We definitely okay. know this company. So, what's it called once more, Lori? Pilk. P-I-L-K. So, the P would imply that whatever is with the milk starts with a P? I think that's a good inference. It's true. Okay. Um, what about like pralines? Well, that's not a Praline? particular company. Um, that's hmm. not a bad guess. It's not correct. Okay. I'm thinking of milk and cookies. I feel like yeah. in the wrong, wrong I think, place. I think they'd want you to dip cookies into this pilk concoction, <laughs> this company. Okay. Okay. So we'll leave it out there. You think it? Okay. And then right. that? The last one is from Miracle on 34th Street and Chris Kringle's employment card at Macy's. Whom does Chris Kringle list as his next of kin? Ooh, that's a great question. It's fun. Huh. So we're looking for Pilk and I, we're I, looking for Chris Kringle's uh, next of kin. Is, is Can I ask, uh, is the next of kin a fictional character? Yes. Okay. I'm saying yes, yes-ish. Yes, I'm going to say, I'll just go with yes. Is it one of the characters in the film? No, I do not think the this character or characters appear in the film. Okay, so is it Mrs. Claus by any chance? It's not. It could be. That's a, That would be the traditional guest. Okay. Chris Kringle did not list Mrs. Kringle or Mrs. Claus. Okay. All right. 
All right, right. leave that out. Uh, so okay. just repeat. We're repeat looking for Pilka's concoction made by milk on a product that starts with the letter P. What is it? And Chris Kringle, uh, his employment card at Macy's listed what as or who as next of kin. And you got that Mariah Carey was turned down to be, <laughs> have a patent or trademark as the Queen of Christmas and was very disappointed. Hmm. All right. Okay. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter. Happy New Year from Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi. Thank you. And uh, looking forward to talking to you in the new time next week. But um, All right. You're the one, huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a pilk. I hope it's not peanut butter. Oh. It's a good hole because it's not peanut butter. Okay. I hope it isn't. It, it wasn't and it isn't. Is it yeah. some brand of breakfast cereal? No. It's not a brand of breakfast cereal. Okay. Mm. So my question's a... I, too, can't let go of Christmas quite yet, and uh, so of the 125 top artists on the Billboard's Greatest of All Time, what percentage have recorded at least one holiday song? Ah. So once again, of the 125 greatest artists... On the Billboard's Greatest of All Time list as of 2019... Artists uh, that have chosen to record a holiday, what they call a holiday song. It's, it's so it a surprisingly large percent. I guess it's irresistible. It, it sells. So it doesn't have to have been more than one song, and it 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 doesn't have to have been a bestseller by any means. It's just a, they recorded a Christmas song at some point. Correct. Um, half of those 125 have actually released full albums. Wow. So it's at but least half. those that have recorded at least a single song was substantially higher than 50%. I'll, I'll shoot high. I'll say 95%. Okay. A little lower. I, I was going to say 85. 80, 80% of nice. wow. recording artists have gone that route. So uh, happy Perfect. holidays. Who's the most um, prominent Who's the most prominent of them who did not record a Christmas song? Do you know? <laughs> There's, that's for next week. Okay. <laughs> All right. okay. I have to do my research. Saturday morning. Yeah. And uh. I think probably a very easy question. Um, looking back at 2022, what were the two biggest box office successes for films? Top Gun Maverick. Right. Correct. Right, that was right, number right. one. And I don't know that Avatar has been out long enough to be counted. Would Avatar count? It hasn't been out long enough to okay. outgross the number two film. Sure. Is it what? Is it a Marvel film? Is it a what? What? A Marvel, one of the yes. Marvel Universe films. Yes. 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 I don't know the titles of any is of them. It, Cameron, help is me. Is it Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? Oh yes. Yay. Good. Okay. Yeah, okay. You, go. you got both of them. All yep. right. So we'll see what films we have to look forward to in 2023. So thank you all for right. the show and good luck to all of us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Uh, if you'd like to join us, the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 uh, or toll free 866-798-8255. Okay. Let me give you a couple questions here. This is a non-Christmas or New Year's question. Uh, what country, and it's a Western, it's, it can be considered a Western country. Um, what country has the highest percentage of its citizens that have tattoos? 
Oh. Hmm. And it's very, it's 48%, which is very, very high. Uh, what country in the world has the highest percentage of its citizens that have tattoos? It's 48%. And it's considered a Western country. Is it a very small country? It is not really. I mean, it's not small in population, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Um, and is the reasoning for the tattoos like a cultural reasoning? Um, I would say personally not. Not okay. that I know of. Okay. So they're not, it's not a, I, mean, I don't even. Well, I mean, obviously say. they're popular, yeah. but it's not. I, I don't know that it's ingrained in their culture in any way that you could say above a lot of other countries. Okay, because I, I was going to guess New Zealand because there are a lot of Maori. That's an excellent guess, yeah. and it makes perfect sense because okay. Maori people have a lot of tattoos. Um, but no, it's not. Okay. Is, it, is, it, is she in the right part of the world, or should <laughs> we move? It's not an English-speaking country. Okay. Is it a Eurasian country? It's oh. not an English-speaking country. Uh, so, all right. Okay. Think about that. And uh, again, what country, It's and it's a westernized country, uh, has the highest percentage of its citizens that have tattoos? It's 48%. It's not Vatican City, right? <laughs> it's not Vatican City. But it's hard to tell when they wear all those robes. It's so true. It's true. You don't know what's beneath them. Yeah. But no, it's a it's a it's a well known and um, not underpopulated country. Okay. All right. So this is from Good Housekeeping, which is of course my Bible, and um, Good Housekeeping magazine. And I'm going to give you some New Year's traditions around the world, and I want you to tell me the country. Okay. There are no repeats here. There are only five. So, I want you to name the country from the New Year's tradition. Number one is wearing polka dots <laughs> to bring good luck on December 31st. Okay, wearing polka dots to bring good luck on December 31st. Number two is decorating your front door with onions, <laughs> onions being a symbol of good luck and fertility. Huh. Number three is you leap from a chair. Onto the floor, hopefully onto the floor, at midnight on December 31st. Oh, I want to start doing that. That's great. Mm. <laughs> uh, number four is smashing a pomegranate on your doorstep. That's It that brings good luck. Unlikely. And number five is banging loaves of bread against the walls of your home. So again, these are all New Year's traditions from around the world. I want you to tell me the country they're from. I mean, they're all different countries. No repeats. Uh, number one is uh, wearing polka dots for good luck on December 31st. Number two is decorating the front door with onions as a symbol of good luck and fertility. Number three is leaping from a chair to the floor at midnight on December 31st. Uh, number four is smashing a pomegranate on your doorstep. Number five is banging loaves of bread against the walls of your home. Okay, I think I know one of these. Um, All right, I'm so is... pleased. <laughs> what do you uh, got? The pomegranate one, is that Greece? It is not Greece. Oh, darn. Is Are it you... somewhere near Greece? <laughs> 
In a general way, yeah. Is it a is it a pomegranate rich country? Like, like the pomegranate <laughs> yes, is native. It probably is. Yeah. yeah. All right. That that's the only thing that occurred to me as a clue, right? Okay. You're not you're not going to do that if you're in a place that doesn't grow pomegranates. I have, I have nothing on these. I think this is ones our listeners are just going to love. Wearing polka dots. Yeah. Is that good? That's, it sounds like fun. I never heard of onions as good luck. I don't know. I can't even guess. All right. Once more, this list from Good Housekeeping. These are, uh, these are New Year's Eve traditions and New Year's traditions from around the world. I want you to name the different countries. Number one, wearing polka dots for good luck on December 31st. Number two, decorating your front door of your house with onions, which are a symbol of good luck and fertility. Number three, leaping from a chair at midnight on December 31st. <laughs> number four, smashing a pomegranate on your doorstep. And number five, banging loaves of bread against the walls of your home. People should call call in if they did any of these last night. That'd be cool. Yes. The two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Well, I'm not going to be joining you at 10 a.m., so I thought that I would call with the questions that I had collected uh, tonight. And there are also Billboard questions. Billboard has been um, keeping track of the year-end number one singles on a pop chart, which includes rock, um, since 1946. And since that time, there have been two musical groups and one soloist who have had the year-end number one single in two separate years with two separate songs. Can you give me the two musical groups, the soloists, and the songs? So the premise is, again, what? At the end of the year? Well, there's, I would refer to it as the top-selling song, but they're calling okay. it the year-end number one single. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. The big, okay, the biggest-selling song of the year. So... So and one group did it twice and a soloist did it once. Is that it? No, two groups did it twice mm-hmm. and one one soloist did it once. So my first guess would be the Beatles. How's That's that? absolutely correct. Do you know what the songs are? Oh man! So let's think. <laughs> would it would it have been? I want to hold your hand. That's, That's definitely one of them. Okay, Cameron, you got one or Dana? Uh, no. Let's see if the Beatles. Um. How about a hard day's night? No, no, it's too early. So, yeah, um, would the soloist be Elvis? Absolutely. Nice. Thank you. And let's see, would the songs be um, Hound Dog? I'm sorry, no. Hound, Hound Dog, not Hound Dog. No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, blue Don't, suede shoes. No. Don't okay. be cruel. No. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, All right, I think um, give me give me what you're looking for. I mean, I know I have a general idea what you're looking for, but you, give me it once more. I just want to make sure I, I I get this. Okay, so Billboard has been tracking what they're referring to as the year-end number one singles. I would refer okay. to them as the top-selling singles yeah. uh, since 1946, and their pop chart, which are the songs that I'm looking for, also include rock. And then there have been two musical groups of which. Um, the Beatles are one who've had um, two number one singles with separate songs in separate years. And then 
I'm asking for the names of the groups and the names of the songs, and you've got the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand. So are you looking for groups then, not... not, one, not one more? No, there was, I'm sorry, I, I met, and there was one soloist, and, and you've got, that was Elvis Presley. We're looking for one more group. Is it the Eagles? No. Okay. How about the Beach Boys? No. Okay. For the Elvis song, is one of them um, Heartbreak Hotel? Yes. Nice. Good. I learned a lot from that movie this year. And is the other one Jailhouse Rock? No. So we need one more group and then songs, one more song and two more songs. Is the other group, is it more recent than the Beatles? No. No. Okay. Is it pre-Beatles? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Pre-Beatles. Pre-Beatles. And, and would it still be kind of rock and roll, like Buddy no. Holly in the, in the crickets? No. no. So it's before oh, no. that. Okay. So more Mills Brothers or somebody like that? No. It's pre-Beatles. But, okay. But it's melodic, right? Yeah, yeah, very, yes, one in particular is very melodic. And it started in 46, right? Right. Okay. It's not like, big, is it big band music? Um, it's, no, it's not really big band music, but you're getting closer. Okay. Is it like Nat King Cole, something like that? Oh, no. It, it, no, it's a it's, group. But it's going to be a group. Group. Hmm. Is it, gonna, is it sort of folkish or no? Oh, okay. Yeah. And and um, were the songs of this group? Did they have, were they instrumental or would they have vocals? Um, I'm mostly familiar with them as being instrumental songs, but there apparently were uh, lyrics for both of them. Oh, so like. Um, what is it? Uh, um, Perez Prado or something like that, like a Latin sort of thing. Whoa. I'm sorry, tell me again. Uh, you know, uh, what is that? What was that song he did? Uh, Cherry Pink, Pink and, and Apple Blossom White. Wow. Well, I, I'm not I'm not hearing you while you're talking over each other. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Perez Prado. No, I don't know who, who Perez Prado is, so okay, I can't well, comment on that. Cherry Pink and Apple Blossom White. So it, it was no. a... No. Okay. All right. And well, it's I, not... I, I was going to guess, how about the Ventures? No. It's it's pre-Beatles. It's not rock. It's closer to big band. Gosh. Um, Ghost Riders in the Sky? No, it's instrumental. All right. No, we don't know that. I'm sorry. Well, let me give you a hint. I said musical group, not bands. Oh. So like an orchestra? Yes. Okay. But like, uh, but more Glenn Miller? Not going to be Glenn Miller. How or... about how about Leroy Anderson then? Uh, no. All right. No, I'm sorry, we don't know that. Well, what if I say that there are songs associated with movies? Yeah. With movie? You mean these are soundtracks from movies? These, these are instrumentals from it from movies. Well, like. All right, Percy Faith, you mean that kind of easy listening Percy stuff? Percy Faith is, in fact, the, the correct group. Oh, oh. Hey. So, so, so Summer Place. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and the one from Moulin Rouge. Yes, that's deal. the other. Wow. Okay. So All the right. only thing they're missing now is what was Elvis's. No, you're missing both 
what what were the what were the other songs by the Beatles and what was the other song by Elvis? Okay. So this was yeah. this was the year after or two years after I want to hold your hand. It's it's longer than that. I'll tell you that it's uh no, it's 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 four years later than I want to hold your hand. It's nineteen sixty eight. So okay. is it Michelle? Michelle? No. No, the sixty eight is um that's it's no, Sergeant Peppers, wait. but there is a, uh, there wasn't the number. Uh, hey Jude. That's okay. correct. Oh, okay. nice. Way to go. So Dan. now you're missing the other Elvis. <laughs> we need a hint. Yeah. I don't know. Which one did you get, Lori? I forgot. We got I Want to Hold Your Hand. Oh, all right. Oh, and with Elvis, we got Heartbreak Hotel. Okay, and so the, the other Elvis song occurred the, sec- the following year. Heartbreak Hotel was 1956, and the second song is 1957. Was it a ballad? Was it a ballad? I don't know. No, no not at all. It's, a, it's a rock number. Yeah. Is it, um, um, what's that one? All Shook Up? That's correct. Nice. Way to okay. go. We worked it out. Ooh. Okay, so there are just a couple things I wanted to mention because they were so interesting. The Percy Faye song from the Moulin Rouge was written by George Oreck, and I wish Josh was here because he could probably explain better than me. But he started out as a member of Les Six, which is a group of avant-garde musicians who gathered around Jean Cocteau, and then yes. he migrated into doing um, into film music. And then theme from a summer place was uh, the music was by max steiner oh wow all right i remember it yeah good work thank you very much i appreciate it okay have a good night you too thank you and you're listening to minds over matter we're here every uh, well we're here on this sunday at 5 p.m and then next saturday we are moving to 10 a.m after wait wait don't tell me remember that saturday morning next starting january 7th we do hope you will join us unlike the last caller uh, so just remember that on uh, this coming Saturday at 10 a.m. after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. But I want to uh, say there our panel tonight. That would be Lori Fisher from Diablo Valley College and um, Cameron Shaw, teacher and cinematographer. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. Please give us a call if you'd like to join tonight. We have plenty of time to take your questions. 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. All right. And um, let's see, Cameron, I think it's your turn. Okay. Um, Well, are you guys sick of quick Christmas questions? Should I avoid the Christmas questions? Okay. Couple... Uh, you may have had one of these before, so um, if you have, just let me know. Um, just on the topic of the last question, uh, what was the first Christmas song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States? And then 61 years later, there was another. And I want to know what they both were. Well, White Christmas should have been the first one, right? It was not the first one. Something before so- that? Uh, I don't know exactly what year White Christmas was, but uh, this... 1942. This in... Okay, no, this was after that. Wow. All right. Dana, so when when you... All right, I guess I sort of have to figure out when the Billboard Hot 100 started, because I'm not absolutely certain 1946. 46, is that... Yeah, yeah. It, so this is sort of piggybacking off that last caller. What... You would think I would have remembered from that last question, but um, let's see. All right. And it was after, 
Okay, White Christmas, White Christmas, White Christmas. Um, all right, I have to think about that. Would you repeat that? Yes. Uh, what was the first Christmas song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S.? And then what was the second 61 years later? Is the second one All I Want for Christmas is You? Yes. and By the, by the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey? <laughs> yes, it is. And it did not actually hit number one until 2019. So oh, right. doing the math there, the first song was in 1958. Well, the... I remember there was a big hit with Joy to the World, but is that is that it, what you're thinking of? No, it is not what I'm thinking. How, how about I mean, that's a that's kind of a Christmas song, isn't it? Kind of. I would. Eh, I mean, well, not not the version that became the hit. There's a Christian oh, one, right. but the, the Three Dog Night one. But how about um, Jingle Bell Rock? I I would hazard a guess that that is later than 1958, but I don't know for sure. It is not. Okay. It is not Jingle Bell Rock. All right, All right leave it out. Okay. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Happy New Year. Happy New Thank Year. Thank you. You too. So, um, by the way, so did you say uh, it's eight maids of milking today, <laughs> the eighth day of Christmas? Yeah. So, Cameron, did you say this is your birthday? No, I. Uh, my birthday will be in May. I, I am. <laughs> I'm hitting a big birthday in May. Oh, starting to prepare. I I thought I because my birthday is September twenty seventh. Okay. And what do I have in common with someone born on January (laughs) first? Is that a New Year's Day in some religion? No, no. Okay. September twenty seventh and January first. And there's only one other date, April 8th. Um, oh, gosh. Okay. Don't know. No. What is it? A square and a cube. Oh. One squared, one cubed, two squared, two cubed, and three squared, <laughs> three cubed. Anyway, just like a that. little thing. So, okay, Cameron, you know, and I was hoping Kira would be there because this is her day. Because what country is the easternmost country in the world. In other words, the date changes for them first. They're first. Oh, isn't it... Um, is it... It's in the Pacific, right? Is it... Yes. Um, is it Tonga? It's, it's, yes. it's right up against the international date line, just on the other side. It's yeah, it's like Tuvalu. In the world. Is it it's, Tuvalu? It's, no, it's Kiribati, I think. Yes, Kiribati. Yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. So this would be Kira's big day to celebrate. Ah, I see what you did there. Yes. Ah, <laughs> Does she listen to this when she's not attending? I to, I don't You'll know. have to ask her next week. Yes. <laughs> but look, I'm, I'm looking forward to having you because that's going to be where I am. You're going to be 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Oh, good. And I'm even more talk- talkative in the afternoon than this late <laughs> at night. That's hard to believe, but uh, <laughs> okay. but we look forward to it. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm preparing All right. my next. Thank you part. very much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, uh, we're a little past halfway, so let's repeat any questions that have not been answered yet. Um, Cameron, start with you. Okay, um, I am looking for uh, four of the natural place names in the United States, the continental United States. So. And by natural, I mean like a natural feature. 
um, that have possessive apostrophes in their name as allowed by the U.S. Board on Geographic Place Names. So far, we've gotten Martha's Vineyard. That is the most famous of them. And then I am also looking for the first Christmas song to hit number one on the Billboard Hit Hot 100 in the United States. Lori got the second, uh, which was All I Want for Christmas is You. The first was in 1958. Dina, what year do you think I Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus was? <laughs> well, I don't know much about your family, but um, <laughs> let's see. That's about the right time. That's, well, that was Spike Jones. So oh, that's probably that was from the big the, hit. So that's earlier. Right? That's late 40s, early 50s, I would think. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was done by some kid, like Eddie Hodges or somebody like that. Well, it was done by a lot of people. So Cameron, is it is it that? It is not that, but okay. I like where you're thinking. It is kind of obnoxious like that. And is it kind of a humorous song? Um, like yeah, sort kind of. of obnoxious I think it's, kind of it's expected to be kind of humorous, yes. All right, Laura, you please repeat any questions. Yeah, you have. I have two. I have a uh, my leftover Christmas question is, what is Pilk? Pilk is a product being promoted by a company that's a combination of milk and this company's product. And the other one in Miracle on 34th Street was Chris Kringle applies for employment at Macy's. Whom does he list as his next of kin on his employment record? And it's not Mrs. Kringle or Mrs. Claus. But it is a fictional person. Character, you said. Fictional characters, yes. Or character, yes. yes. Okay. All right. And uh, I have uh, what Western country and is a is a very populated Western Westernized country, I should say, uh, that does not speak English. Uh, what country has the highest percentage of its citizens with tattoos? A remarkable 48 uh, percent. What country has the highest percentage of its citizens with tattoos? It's 48 percent. And it is a country that does not speak English, but it is highly populated. And um, I gave you some Good Housekeeping magazine, some New Year's traditions from around the world, and I want you to tell me the country for each of them. Um, There are no repeats here. Number one is wearing polka dots for good luck on December 31st. Number two is decorating your front door with onions, which brings good luck and fertility. Number three is leaping from a chair to the floor at midnight, December 31st. Number four is smashing a pomegranate on your doorstep. And number five is banging loaves of bread against the walls of your home. So, (laughs) yes, yes. And Lori, I think it is your turn. I think so. Um, I'm listening to a marvelous uh, podcast I recommend called One Year. And the podcast looks at one year very intensely. And the year I've listened to is 1942. And this comes from that. Uh, After Casablanca won the uh, Academy Award for Best Picture, Dooley Wilson um, had in the film obviously sings As Time Goes By. This is a leading question. Why couldn't he produce a recording of As Time Goes By and uh, have it distributed to the public? And once you get this, it'll lead into the second question. He was prohibited for some reason, and it wasn't racial uh, from singing, from recording that song. What was it? Because, well, he did record it eventually. Yes, he uh, did eventually. Because there was a recording ban, uh, the Union, the, the American Federation of of Musicians um, instituted a recording ban for better better wages and uh, different things. Uh, in 40, 
two. I think yeah. it lasted almost a year. It lasted a little more than a year. That's a little excellent. more than a year. Yeah, uh, that's exact. So the voices could be recorded, but not instruments. So right. that's yeah, that's excellent. So here's the leading question: Certain instruments were excluded from the band because they weren't considered serious enough instruments or musicianship. And so those instruments would sometimes appear on records. Four of them specifically were mentioned as being the people who played these instruments weren't in the musicians' union. What were the uh, instruments? Oh, man. Like a musical saw, something like that? <laughs> um, yeah, very much like a musical saw that isn't okay. on the list, but you're right. You're in the right department with at least a couple of them. And, and by the way, a couple of them became really popular because of this band, and they started recording with them. Uh, vocalists could perform, and they could actually do instrumental vocalists, but I'm looking for instruments that musicians played. Hmm. How about, like, I don't know the song in question, but how about, like, steel drums? Steel drums were prohibited, so percussions were all prohib- prohibited. Okay. How about a kazoo or uh, something like that? Yeah, you're, you're right on the doorstep uh, with a kazoo. Harmonica. Yes, harmonica is oh, one of them. And okay. the groups like the Harmonicats became very popular. Oh, Give her a bell for that. We're looking for three more. All right. And um, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, Zid. So happy new year, number one. Number two, I'm really yeah. happy you repeated the podcast from last year because it had me saying what really <laughs> matters, which is over a million Americans died because of Donald Trump's denial of COVID-19 for so many months. That was beautiful. I wish if you posted those. I, I know it's December 7 of 2021. But I wish if you posted for people, because it was really a good choice of cast. Okay, very quick couple of questions, because running time running short. So they found this beautiful mummified cat in Egypt, and it had the name, its name was on the mummy by the owner. So the owner called her, gave you three choices, cat, Meow or sweetie? I'm going with oh, cat. I saw hmm? this. I, I think it's sweetie, right? It is sweetie. It is yeah. sweetie. Cat meant a lot to Egyptians. In fact, as I mentioned before, when a cat died, all family members, uh, they shaved their eyebrows. So if you go to your neighbor and have no eyebrows, it means their cat died. Okay, second question very quickly. Which is, uh, we're talking about uh, three customs. Jewish people took from ancient Egypt, and then that went mostly to Islam, and not as much to Christianity. Three customs. One have to do with God. Which one? Like in Aten, I would say, because time is short, monotheists, monotheists. Because even Abraham existed, he thought that their God, or Hebrew God, was different than other people's God. Okay, second one comes to do with male phys- physical sense. What, the, what is that? In fact, you can see beautiful... This kind of operation in numerous Egyptian morals. What what something to do with was uh, male anatomy? Should I hmm. say? I'm just going no. to guess. Yes, obvious. Circ- circumcision. Circumcision. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Try right to Google search circumcision uh, and for mention. They really they were very very detailed. They were very advanced in medicine. Okay, and the last one something to do with with food. That Egyptians Egyptian do not eat, and Jewish people yeah, and Muslim people don't eat either. Which one? Pork. Pork. Restrictions on pork? Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes. Ancient Egyptians thought pork were not clean animals. So oh. it was often by Jews, and not so much by Christians, then later on by, by Muslims. It was a great show. And uh, 
you know, really do your best to better timings than 10 o'clock on Saturday, but we'll go with you. Whatever it is, I will keep listening, and I keep supporting you. Thank you very much. Happy All right. Day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We appreciate Bye-bye. your uh, listening. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, we will be moving to 10 a.m. on Saturday morning after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me next Saturday. Keep it in mind, next Saturday, January 7th. I hope you will join us there. Uh, and the, any, meanwhile, today, we have a few minutes left. The two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. We hope uh, we like to hear from you. 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. Okay. And... Let's see. What question can I ask you here? Um, all right. This is a difficult. Well, that's too difficult for you, I think. Okay. Yeah, let's, we're let's, pretty smart. We're up for it. We're, educa- <laughs> right. we're educators, well. you know. <laughs> okay. So this is, a, there are five, five answers to this, and I think you might get this pretty easily because uh, the other question was too difficult for you. Um <laughs> What are the most populous cities in the U.S. that end in each of these letters? A, E, I, O, and U. Hmm. What are the most populous cities in the U.S. that end in these letters? A, E, I, O, and U. Okay. I'll go with San Francisco just to start off the bidding. You're wrong. Okay. I think O is O Chicago. Of course it is. Yes. Very good. Very good. Okay. Again, um, what are the most populous cities in the U.S. that end in each of these letters? A, E, I, O, and U. Cameron got Chicago, which, of course, takes care of the O. Cameron, is there before. a bigger city that, than Atlanta that ends in A? Atlanta's not that big, but I can't. There must be others. It well, is not Atlanta. Okay. okay. What about what about Philadelphia? Philadelphia is the A. Correct. Nice. Rocky. Lori, your son lives there. I know he does. <laughs> All right. So I know that, that out. Uh, again, the most popular cities in the U.S. that ended A, E, I, O, and U. Uh, we have O with Chicago and A with Philadelphia. We're still looking for E, I, and U. And let's see. Uh, can we go to a call? Oops, maybe we can't go to a call. All right, Damon. Oh, there we go. Okay, we can go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter Umbernal. Hi. Happy New Year to all. You too. Happy New Year. Uh, you too. We were just uh, speaking of Dooley Wilson. Yes. How many times did he play as times go by on the piano in the movie Casablanca? Hmm. Well, I, I only remember, Dana, you know the movie better than I do. I only remember the once. Um, no, he played it a few he times. Plays but in, he plays it in the past and in the present, right? Yeah, but but there may be a little um, trick to this question and because, in, in fact, Dooley Wilson did not play the piano at all. Right, he's uh, a drummer. He would not play the piano. He's a drummer, so, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I don't know. You, you may be well be right about that. Um, but is that sort of what you were thinking of? Exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah. way, way to go. And of course, uh, as time goes by, could not be nominated for best song because it had been used 
in a Broadway show 10 years previous. Uh, because of the strike, they, re they released an earlier version that became number three in the country uh, because they couldn't re-record it because of the strike that you mentioned. Right. That was interesting, okay. too. Sorry, caller. Yes, go Don't ahead, worry. please. I'm sorry. Um, I am not remembering uh, who Chris Kringle uh, named as next of kin in Merkel and 34th Street. I do remember he listed his age as being slightly older than his teeth. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, is the uh, country with tattoos, is that Japan? It is not. That's Oh, that's a good, because the Yakuza, they all have to get tattoos, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. But no, it's not Japan. Okay. Um, the New Year's of pomegranates, is that Turkey? It is Turkey. Very good. Oh, nice. Good. And um, I'm not sure about jumping off of chairs and banging bread against the wall. I do sort of remember falling off a chair and banging my head against the wall. <laughs> when that counts. A lot of people do that. Don't make it a tradition, though. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Yes. Um, if one were to uh, proceed in a boat um, going under the middle of the Golden Gate Bridge, heading west, and proceeding directly west, where would you make landfall? You mean the first country you would come to or the first piece of land or first, first piece to... of land you would come to piece of in land. the middle of the golden gate bridge it, it's farther north than we think because west yeah. isn't isn't exactly west i think <laughs> when west is not west yeah um let's see I think if it goes directly west to us, it would look like they're going northwest, I think. Well, yeah. So <laughs> it would be further north than you would think. So, for instance, would it be Japan? It's, it's closer than you think. Oh, it's closer. Oh, it's closer. Is it an island? No. Oh, okay. Um, is it one of... Okay, never mind. The, the, is it, is it part of the... It depends on, on where under the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> you proceed. If you go right through the middle, <laughs> then... Uh, so it's it's not the Farallons or anything like that, is no, it? No, no. Is it, is it the Aleutian Islands? No. Mm -hmm. But it's closer than we think. Yeah. So it's oh, how, closer is it, than uh, Japan. <laughs> is, it, is it in the United States? It is. Is it in Marin County? It is. Ah. Oh, I see. Is Does it like Marin Headlands? Uh, no, Point it's Bonita? Point Bonita. Yeah, okay. The yeah. lighthouse at Point Bonita, yeah. yeah. So oh, that's if, great. if you go slightly south of the middle of the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, your next landfall will be the town of Soma near oh. Fukushima in Japan. Wow. Oh, all right. That's, that's interesting. Good that's question. question, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. I will be sure to be with you next Saturday. Great. Thanks. Thank you. All right. And have a, a good new year. All Bye. right. You too. Thank Dana, you. Dana, is the I City Miami? Oh. It is Miami. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. So, again, the most popular cities in the U.S. that end in each of these letters A, E, I, O, and U. Uh, a is Philadelphia. I is Miami. U, uh, excuse me. Um, uh, a is Philadelphia. I is Miami. Uh, o is Chicago.
So we're still looking for E and U. Juno? No, wait, that's not. No, that no, doesn't end the U. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, and next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Finally, I'm on. Hi. Happy New Hi. Year. This is Fran. Hey, Fran. Hi, Fran. I sure I'm going to miss you on Sunday night, but I'm going to try to catch you on Wait. Saturday after uh, that quiz show, which is very popular and it'll probably give you hopefully an audience. I hope so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw they. I'm going to guess Alvin and the Chipmunks for that Christmas song. Dave you got Bill. it. Oh. Did I get that? Yeah, that's the Chipmunk right. song. Good job. See, I told oh, you that's, this is obnoxious. That's great. <laughs> all right. I get a bell. Thank you. Thank um, you. My first bell is all year. <laughs> Give her the bell. Make sure she gets her bell. Maybe two. Yes. Uh, she got it. Hi, everybody. I wish you a happy new year, everyone. My Thank question, you. I know that um, Lori is probably going to get this. What instrument does Al Yankovic play? The accordion. Accordion. Uh, of course, you know about him, huh? Yeah, Weird Al. What song? Um, what song does he title um, after La Bamba? What is his uh, the name of his mm -hmm. song for La Bamba? Ooh. I don't uh, know. Parody. My, my Weird Al catalog is not vast. <laughs> um, La Bamba. La Bamba. So it's the some food. quote on La Bamba, right? Food. Food. Clue. La Bonbon? Yes. No. <laughs> I can't. Good. I'm I La Baguette? No, it was Bonba. Nobody Bamba. wants to guess. La something? La. Nope. Give us no, a hint. No. What kind of food? Lasagna. 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 <laughs> Very clever. I, I, I never heard the song yet. I, I heard the title. Um <laughs> Do you ever? Do you all know what his day job was? He went to college and he studied something, and he didn't quit his day job until he reached success. I don't. What know was his, his profession? Yeah. Wasn't he? Uh, I heard this on Terry Gross when he was interviewed. Ah, uh -huh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, was he an engineer? I want to say engineering or something. Was it something to do with an engineer? Close, 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 close. Architecture. Architecture. Nice. Okay. All right. Yes, I just and watched he, that movie. I should know that. You saw the movie. I did see I the movie. See, was it good? It's funny. I would not say that it is um, accurate. It's, <laughs> it's, it's purposely it is, not accurate. It is purposefully right? uh, snarky. Let's say um, <laughs> as a biopic. So it's funny. Does he yes. sing, they sing his songs in it. I'm curious. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I recommend it for people who want to laugh. Or whatever, because he's yes. he's quite. Everybody, uh, I I really wish all the best, and I think this is your fifth year with some kind of anniversary party. Am I wrong? Uh, it will be next year. Will be our thirtieth anniversary. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, or this year, um, I should say. I'm sorry. Party on. Maybe maybe everybody will will find out about that later in the year. Uh, thank you all. Bye bye. Thank, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds of Reminder. Hi, it's Tom in California. Hi, Tom. Hi. Um, for the cities, how about San Jose for the EE? San Jose is the okay. E. Yes, correct. Nice. Yes. And Honolulu for the U? Oh. Honolulu is the U. Good. Yay. Okay, and some of the good housekeeping traditions. Is polka dots, <laughs> is that Japan? 
It is not, but you're geographically, you're not that far away. Not that far away. So um, Singapore? Uh, south. Keep going south. South Malaysia? Uh, no. It's, it's, In- Indonesia? well, I'll tell you. I'm sorry, what? Indonesia? Not Indonesia. Okay. We're running out of time, so. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, so some of the apostrophes in the name. How about Devil's Tower? Uh, uh you know, Cameron. Yeah, I would have. I would think that that is had of apostrophes too, but I, I don't believe that it does, or at least it is not listed officially as having an apostrophe. So. Okay. Yeah. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> um, no, let's see the the instruments that can't be played. How about uh, or that could be played? How about the uh, jug? Not listed. I mean, I don't have it on my list. That's a good guess. Okay. Spoons? Not spoons. They're percussion. Oh, we're uh, almost out of time, Tom. Okay, thanks. All right, thank you. And remember, we'll be next Saturday. Next Saturday, please call us. All right. I'll stay up all night. All right, bye. Okay, do that. <laughs> all right, just a reminder, one more reminder, that we will be moving the time of this show to Saturday morning at 10 a.m. after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. That will start next Saturday. Please keep it in mind. So please join us next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Oh, let's clean up here. Cameron, what do you have? Okay, the um, place names with apostrophes, official apostrophes, possessive apostrophes, Ike's Point, New Jersey, John E's Pond, Rhode Island, Carlos Elmer's Joshua View, Arizona, <laughs> and the one that I feel like people have heard of is Clark's Mountain in Oregon, named after William Clark. Mm, okay, and Lori? Um, the instruments, which were allowed to be played during the strike because they were considered frivolous, besides the harmonica, were the ocarina, the Jaws harp, which at the time had a different, more derogatory name, and the ukulele, of all things. Chris Kringle on his employment card at Macy's listed his next of kin as all of the reindeer. So he lists Donner and Blitz and uh, oh, okay. I believe they're fictional. That's why I wasn't sure. And Pilk, of all things, was Pepsi's attempt to create a new drink that was Pepsi. And gross. Milk. Gross. Is, that is gross. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I don't think it caught on, and I'm clear. All right. The country with the highest percentage of its citizens with tattoos at 48% is Italy. Italy, oh. believe it or not. The uh, the New Year's traditions, wearing polka dots uh, for good luck, that's the Philippines. Decorating your front door with onions, that's Greece. Uh, leap from a chair to the floor at midnight, that's Denmark. And banging loaves of bread against the walls of your home, that's Ireland. Uh, yeah. My thanks to Lori Fisher, uh, teacher at Dabble Valley College. Um, Cameron Shaw teacher and cinematographer i've been your moderator dan rodriguez my thanks to damien d minor for handing the board and phones and above all our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call it happy happy new year everybody remember we will be starting our new time next saturday at 10 a.m in the morning after wait wait don't tell me i hope you will join us then we look forward to hearing from you okay next saturday make the date thanks everybody have a great week and join us on saturday bye-bye